Waltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning, everyone. It's Andy Brownell along with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results. Good morning, Robin. Hey, good morning, Andy. How are you? I'm good. Yourself? Excellent. I am uh, looking forward to the forecast for the next week. Oh, my gosh. I think that's why I'm so happy. <laughs> Just knowing that we're going to have daylight longer and the sun seems brighter and the snow is less. I'm just feeling excited about spring. Uh, I don't even know if I should put you on the spot for this because it's it's become, I don't know, controversial. Where do you stand on daylight savings time? I'll, 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 I'll say I, 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 I like actually, it. I like it. I like it because, you know, we've talked about how I like the change of seasons. Right. I just, right now, it's... I'm, I'm excited when I come home from work and it's 6.30 and it's not pitch dark. Exactly. But I'm going to be even more excited when I come home in a couple of weeks and it's 7.30 and it's not pitch yep. dark. And so summer, I like it. I like the 9, 9.30 at night thing, too. We have those Me evenings too. that you can Me relax. Too. Yep, yep. No, I'd like okay. to keep it. I just hear grumblings about it every... But then again, there are just people who like to grumble <laughs> about everything. We've already determined that. That's we're, sure. we're those happy guys. Okay. Down to business. Last week, you mentioned that as we head into this red-hot spring market, that the inventory of homes available would probably rise. Are we already seeing that? Is it starting to happen? Yeah. I mean, we're still, um, you know, we still have a shortage of inventory. They're still selling very fast. But I know that this week, um, as of today, we have 145 active homes. And I know that's up by 25 or 30 right. from last week. So that just means that people are starting to put those houses on the market. I mean, as soon as they come on, they're going off. The median days on the market is still nine. So they're not hanging out there forever. Nine right? days. That's the median, yeah. So, and it was 11, I think. Um, nine nine active, meaning they've been on the market nine days, but 11 is the median for the closed listings. So they're all going to sell really fast. You know, they don't stay long. That's it's, that's incredible what that is, because that incorporates those homes that are on the way high end of the spectrum that don't sell really fast, along with the super affordable ones that go just like that. Yeah, exactly. And, okay, so let's talk about what is available, what those 145 houses are made up of, okay? So under 100,000, we have two, two. <laughs> if you call me in an hour, we may have zero, but right now we have two. Um, between 100 and 200, we have seven. Between 200 and 300, we have 24. Oh, that's, that's the highest. Uh, that's that's a, a really good number. Yeah, that's a really good number. And between 300 and 400, we have 26. So that means we've got almost 60 houses right there in what we now consider the affordable price range. Okay. Right. So that's good. And now between 400 and 500, there's 25. Between 500 and 600, there are 12. Between 600 and 700, 12 more. Between 700 and 800, there are 14. Between 8 and 900, there are 6. Between 900 and a million, there are 7. We've got 
none between one million and one million one, but we've got three between a million one and a million two. They just keep edging up, edging up, right? Yeah. Uh, between a million two and a million three, nothing. Between a million three and a million four, we have two. And over a million four, we have five. So that means we have 10 of our 145 homes that are on the market over a million dollars. That seems uh, amazing to me, but it, it, it's, I saw it's crazy. I saw a headline earlier in the week that I think it was that the number of homes that are over a million dollars for sale across the entire country is it's on the rise. Yeah, is it's it like a rise. record high or something like that? It is actually. I think I have. I might have the very same article or a similar one. I have homes worth one million dollars or more at record high. So I bet you that's the same. That's the headline, yeah. Yep. And it says higher home prices mean that more are valued above that million dollar mark. And the number of homes that are a million dollars or more has nearly doubled since before the pandemic. Nearly doubled. Nationwide, 9.2% of homes or 6 million were valued at a million dollars or more in February, which is a record high. So how do you, what do you think of that? There are 6 million homes or 8.2% of all homes that are worth over a million dollars in the U.S. Okay. In this neck of the woods, what does a million dollars get you in a home? Oh, it still gets you a really nice house in this <laughs> neck of the woods. Um, much more than in a lot of markets. It's kind of funny that you would mention that because, um, as you know, I was at conference in Las Vegas last week and or the week before, and I'm losing time. But, you know, anyway, recently. Anyway, when we get together at our roundtables, that's one of the things we talk about. What does a million dollars buy you in your market? And when these guys from Canada say, a, po- a small apartment, or in New York, a small apartment, it's wow. like, oh, my God. Here you can still get a really nice house for over a million dollars. Um, maybe five, six bedrooms, maybe five acres, maybe one acre. I mean... Pretty much, if you have a million dollars to spend in Rochester, you're going to get everything you're looking for. That does sound so, like a really, really nice house, what you described. Yeah, you can. it still buys you a lot here, for sure. I mean, I can tell you that they are much more plentiful. I mean, 20 years ago when I started selling real estate and I sold my first million-dollar house, I remember thinking, a million dollars in Rochester, this is crazy. <laughs> and then they just start coming on more and more and more and more. But, yeah, now it's it's just common. It's commonplace. Well, we've had and, quite a few people move to this community as our major employer has added so many uh, yeah, staff that's members. True. And a lot of them are getting paid quite handsomely. Well, not only are they getting paid handsomely, but they're selling their small apartment somewhere else for a million dollars and coming and going, whoa, here I can spend a million five (laughs) or a million six and have all this. So, yeah, you know, every market is so different and that changes the way people look at things when they get here, of course. Can you imagine coming from San Diego after selling your house and coming here and trying to look to see what's available? and go wow <laughs> well and you know what i think also is um making people excited about that is that now they kind of know okay we did just go through two years of the pandemic we know what we want we we figured out what's important to us right and so they say now i can come someplace where i can actually check those boxes and buy the things i want and not have to change the amount of money i'm putting out for housing oh, yeah that's a great point that 
as we've huddled at home way more than we used to. Right. We've uh, <laughs> pondered what we like and what we don't like about where we live. Or we've um, kind of re reconfigured what our dream home might look like. Okay. And I suppose that's different for everybody, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely different for everybody. So just to recap on what's available for housing, of the 145 that we have active, 33 of those are under 300K. I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. This weekend, that means 33 buyers that are shopping for 300,000 or less are going to be able to find a home. That's it exciting. It hasn't been that, that many opportunities in quite a while. No, I think that's pretty good, actually. And then... Um, of the 145, 95 total are less than 600, which is still pretty darn good. And then the last 50 are over 600,000. So again, prices going up, there's definitely more expensive homes available. So is, is it the onset of the spring market that you think has an influence on, because, because traditionally that's what it's been, right? You, if you're gonna sell your home, you used to you used to tell people i know you don't tell them anymore because the market's been so red hot all year long but it used to be ah if you can wait until spring you might right might yeah now you're absolutely right andy people who've called me and said when's the magic time to put my house on the market i say you ready let's go yeah. today yeah as soon as you're ready i'm ready because as soon as we list it it's gonna sell but i wonder if people have that just kind of been ingrained in their mind that I'll wait till spring. And, and then now we're seeing the effect. Yeah, I think so. I definitely think they do. And um, you know something else that I read that surprised me? 46% of homeowners have no idea what their home is worth. <laughs> what? How is that possible? I don't know. They're clearly not listening to this podcast, are they? <laughs> you have to get the... Uh, the uh, the program we have where you email me every once in a while an update on yes. my Yes. Yeah, the HomeBot. Yes. yes, absolutely. It is such a perfect way for people to know what is going on and what their house is worth. And people are pleasantly surprised. And I've had people literally call me to put their house on the market because of that. Or another really useful tool for, it's a really useful tool for people to drop their PMI because they now have 20% oh, yeah. equity in their home, even though they only put 10% down when they bought it a year ago and that's a big deal it's a big, big deal yeah so that's a useful tool for sure and that's a free thing that you offer to anyone it is, isn't it it's a free thing anybody who wants it all they have to do is reach out to me and i'll set them up very very cool well we have to take a break already robin so we'll be right. back in just a minute here on news talk 1340 KROC am and 96.9 fm with robin gwaltney gwaltney group remax results We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Ye old butcher shop. With Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back and good morning, everyone. Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results with us, of course, on this Saturday morning. Robin, is it just me or <laughs> am I seeing more and more townhomes out there? 
Oh my gosh, so many more townhomes. I actually am involved right now with three different projects that are gonna have, well, actually four that are gonna have townhomes. One is coming out in Iota. We have one over by Essex uh, Park that's been coming and now we have another unit going up over there. And we've got some uh, coming over off of 50th Street in Northwest that we actually put up a, I think we put up a eight plex last year and now we're doing uh, two six plexes. But totally right now, um, townhomes have become the, all the rage for a couple of reasons. And you can probably figure the reasons out. Um, we all know that lumber is at an all time high, crazy expensive, right? So when you build something with shared walls, clearly you use less lumber. So it's more affordable for builders to build. Land is at a premium. When you build townhomes, it takes less land because you're sharing, you know, your closer proximity, right? You're connected. Right. So from a builder's perspective, they're fast to put up. As a matter of fact, they're faster to put up than apartment buildings. So um, they're fast to put up and they have, you know, less, less cost to them to build and which also means they're more affordable for people to buy. And if you think about like the contingent of people that they serve, uh, you think about like the younger kids that are buying homes for the first time that really don't understand what home buying, home ownership is, right? And so when they hear, oh, when the roof goes bad, the association's gonna pay for it, or when, um, you know, something happens, the siding flies off because of a windstorm that's going to be covered under the association's insurance or, oh, you don't have to worry about paying water because that's included in that association. And guess what? You don't even have to spend your weekends mowing lawn because we're going to do that too. So, I mean, there is that group of people that really like that. So similar to the same amenities they had when they were renting, but buying into the whole building equity, using sure. their home as a savings account, you know, being smarter about their investment. Because these young kids are smart. They understand about buying rental properties. And buy, I mean, it is, it blows me away when these young kids call me, well, I have three rental properties. I want to buy another one. I'm like, oh, good for home. you. I know they're just really smart about investing. And, you know, I talk every single week about how real estate is still the number one smartest way you can invest your money. I mean, it's just the the wealth in the country right now, just based on home equity alone is phenomenal. But as far as these townhomes go, you know, affordable and brand new i mean they're coming up like crazy so let's say the people like you and me our age right we want to downsize we know we could sell our homes for top dollar make a crazy amount of money because we've owned them so long right yeah and then we're still not ready to move to an apartment and we've got to live somewhere so we could move to a very nice town home and chances are, you know, pay cash. And then you go into retirement with no money, which, I mean, no payment, you know, no, no, no money. And, that and, would be and, a you're, problem. and you're still gaining equity. <laughs> and you're still gaining equity and you're living in, a, you're still living in nice surroundings because, you know, we don't want to, we've gotten this far in life. We're not about to go backwards. And people say, well, I would sell my house. I don't need this big house anymore, but I also am not ready to go live in an apartment. So I think it's a really happy medium for uh, downsizing, and then of course the ever popular snowbirds. 
you know, they can live in a townhome here in spring and summer. And then when fall comes or winter comes, they just lock the door and go with no headache whatsoever. So yeah, we're seeing more and more townhomes and that's not just in our market. Um, the National Association of Builders predicts that by the end of 2022, 15% of all single family homes will actually be townhomes. And that is by far the highest uh, percentage of single family homes that have been townhomes ever on Ooh. record. So, so yeah. Well, so it, yes, you're very, you're very um, smart. I mean, to well, pick up on the, that. The way you explained it too, that you're getting both ends of the market. You get the the baby boomering, uh, baby boomers as they uh, head into their retirement. Right. You're tapping into that market, and you also have I don't know what they call the Gen, Gen X, Gen X, yeah. or even mm-hmm. my kids are maybe they are Gen X because they were in the '90s, whatever, but. They they meet that niche that you're talking about that yes they right. want to get into this but they're not ready to take they want to build that wealth they want to build right. that wealth and they don't want to pay those crazy rent prices uh, by the way another article that I have for this week's um, show is most more Americans fear even higher rental costs so I mean they just keep going up 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 well everybody sees that it's uh, right it's amazing to me what some of these rents are and i mean some of these apartments are pretty nice but you're paying more than what you would pay for a nice house and so many people don't understand that i mean when i read recently that 46 percent of consumers don't i just said that don't know what their home is worth i mean 46 percent of homeowners don't know what their home is worth oh my goodness please let me tell you what your home is worth yeah. call me and i will i will make your day and that's I, I still find that statistic incredible that nearly half yes. nearly half of the homeowners don't have, know what their home is worth oh that's yeah. crazy Find a out. short answer, yeah, a short answer is a surprisingly nice amount. And you, as you mentioned, um, you're almost guaranteed nearly 100% you're going to be happy with what you hear if you, if you ask the question. Right. <laughs> I, sold some people, I sold some people a home in Rochester in um, 2016. So what is that, six years ago? I think I sold it to them for 445. I put it on the market um, last week. I can't say what it closed for, but I can tell you that it sold in multiple offers, so that'll give you a really good idea. Yep. And it was listed for 899. Oh goodness. I mean, now they, in all fairness, they did remodel. They, I mean, it was a um, like a mid-century modern house, and they redid the kitchen, they redid the bathrooms, and it sits on four acres. So, I mean, very nice place, but they were so happy when I told them um, what I could list their house for, and they were even more happy when they saw how quickly we sold it and for what we sold it for. Yeah, they, they got more than their investment back. That's for darn sure. And that right. remodeling work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. And thank goodness, because it would have been a shame to spend all that money and then not get it back. <laughs> well, we, we're going to take another quick break. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results this morning on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Are you putting your retirement savings in a 401k or IRA? Then I have Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. 
We're chatting this morning with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results, as we usually do on Saturday mornings. Robin, the, the news is full of doom and gloom. I mean, a lot of real doom and gloom for the people living oh, in boy. Ukraine, obviously, and boy, the boy. horrible human tragedy that's playing out there with the Russian invasion. And everybody is on edge about the effects that is having on our economy right now, obviously the focus on gasoline and diesel fuel prices and how that's going to spread. I imagine you're getting questions about potential impact on the real estate market. Is that something that's kind of happening out there? Absolutely. I actually get calls um, maybe weekly saying, Robin, is it still going to be a good time to put our house on the market? You know, how is this going to affect us? And, you know, because everything is being, you know, accredited high gas prices because of that, you know, inflation because of that. Everything is being accredited to that. So they all just believe that it's going to affect our real estate market as well. And to be very honest with you, it is not. Okay. So I just mentioned earlier that there's a lot of foreign investors in the United States, right? 1% of foreign buyer purchases in the U.S. probably are um, Russians. Okay, Russians purchase less than 1%. And those markets are like Florida, Georgia, New York. As far as direct effects to our market, meaning like supply and demand or, or affordability, if anything, the way all the other prices are going up, my prediction is we're going to see a slowdown in the interest hikes, if not even um, dropping back down. So I, I foresee no negative impact on our real estate market. So I think that people do not need to worry about that. I mean, there are very many things we should be worried about, you know, as far as how all those people are you know, what's going on there and how people are suffering and dying and all those things. But as far as buying and selling a house here in the United States, it's not going to affect us. Well, I think historically, if you look at statistics, when there are potential tough times out there, real estate has always been kind of a haven as far as an investment is concerned. I mean, Home ownership fuels tremendous wealth gains. That's a headline I'm reading to you. And literally, it says home prices have accelerated at a record pace over the last decade, bringing growing wealth. I mean, we're not talking about growing wealth in the stock markets today, are we? (laughs) I'm not worried about it. I know, but I'm just saying it's always positive with the homes, you know? No, it is. I mean, it's like it is such a dependable great investment and i don't see what's going on between ukraine and russia affecting that at all so have no fears and they go back to the bottom line message is it's your investment and you're living in it (laughs) yes you're living in your bank account you You have have to live somewhere exactly you might as well have the upside potential while you're living there and with with uh Rents raising another 7% year over year. I promise you, you can get into a mortgage and be really comfortable in a really nice place for the same price you're going to pay rent. So definitely you should be looking into this if you don't understand that. Okay, so you mentioned all the listings uh, that are out there, which are up compared to what we've seen over the past few months. Do you have any, I know you are busy on the weekends with showings. Do you have any uh, going on today? 
I do. And actually, um, you know, we are still seeing multiple offers. People are asking me, are we still seeing multiple offers? And the answer is we absolutely are. And, you know, what are the secrets to navigate through this market and multiple offers? I have an open house um, at 1130, actually at 1130 today from 1130 to 1. It is a hot, hot listing. The address is 1916 Shannon Oaks Boulevard, 719.9, and a house four doors down closed in February for 921. Very similar house. Wow. Okay. And this house is uh, built in 2007. I will uh, tell you, disclose that the one that sold for 921 was 10 years newer, but this house is immaculate, has been cared for, sits on almost a half an acre, backs up to the woods, has a fully fenced in yard. 4,000 finished square feet, five beds, four baths, and a four-car garage. Ooh, there you go. Big deck, big covered deck and open deck. I mean, it is a beauty. So if you want to stop by and see this beautiful house, again, I'm at 1916 Shannon Oaks Boulevard Northeast from 1130 till 1 today. Or even if you just want to stop by and actually get educated on how do we navigate through this crazy market and win in multiples, I'm happy to help. Well, that's a perfect opportunity to have that conversation right there and see that beautiful home. I know one of the things that we've talked about in the past when you're putting together that winning bid, sometimes you said writing a personal note. Yes. Oh, relating he, what you envision happening in the future if you were to purchase that home. And I've told you, some people have so much controversy about that because they say, oh, if you write those letters, you're breaking fair housing because you're telling about the familiar status. I mean, you do have to be careful in how you write the letter, but you you do have the right to write the letter. And recently, out in Oregon, they tried to get a... They tried to ban them, say, no, we don't want them allowed in our real estate market at all. And a federal judge said, uh, sorry, you don't have the right to do that because people do have a First Amendment right and they can certainly express how they feel about that home to that homeowner. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness you can. I mean, I, I imagine if I was the recipient of a letter, if somebody were to describe how they look forward to raising their family in that home and enjoying the neighborhood, they'd win me over just like that. And people care about who's moving into their home, whether they should or shouldn't. And it's not that they care. I mean, if they're saying, oh, I only want this color of people or this religion of people. No, that's oh, no. that's not right. I mean, that's absolutely not right. But if they just feel good about, oh, my gosh, we lived here for 35 years, raised our kids here. And now it's a young family starting all over second yeah. chapter in the same house. It makes people feel good. It does. I like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, goodness, we're out of time already, Robin. So. Oh, my gosh. We can talk, can't we? Yes. Well, you got to get your get that number in. If somebody can't make it to the open yes. house tomorrow, okay, how can yeah. they reach you? The open house is today, darling. It's at 1130 I think you today. reminded me. 11.30 till 1. I'm not working on Sunday this weekend. I'm taking the day off. But anyway, um, my phone number, 507-259-4926. And I look forward to your call, and I can help you in any way with any of your real estate needs. Fantastic. And we will talk to you again next week, Robin. Thanks so much. Sounds great. Thank right. you. Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results on Newstock 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. News Talk 1340, KROC.